I'm going to stop it. I'm going to get going to the rest of the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for keeping it up. This is Ruben from Lion and the Truth. Thank you, all my podcasting views out there, everybody on YouTube. Uh, everything's been going crazy this last month. Um, I got on TikTok about a month and a half ago, two months ago, and I got myself going live on that. Um, my sports show, um, the, the channel that we're on, we've been kind of like, getting a little more popular getting more advertisement so i'm walking around people like aren't you that dumb guy from the sports show like yep that's me the dumb guy thank you i appreciate it and um man i don't know how it is but every day i check i'm just like an, an addict on my my I have a little GoDaddy app to see uh, how the website's doing and it's just constantly like where are we at where are we at where are we at oh shit stop that right there but um uh i gotta if i touch this we'll stop doing that there we go but every day the website's getting more views. Um, it's football season. Um, I've talked about it many times. My son plays quarterback here at the high school. Um, he's at the varsity level now. So uh, there's a game this Friday. There's a game last Friday, scrimmage, practice, two-a-days, um, all that. That's just like my personal relationship with my son and, you know, life. You know, he's a excuse me, high schooler. But also I coach football or I used to coach football. And if you go to the website, you see that there's a, um, uh, a YouTube video about running a couple youth football offensive plays. Because when I coach football, I like to say I was pretty dang good at it. And um, I would take these – I had like – you just look it up on YouTube. <clears throat> Anyways, I had a, a team of 11 guys, and we would go into these uh, – these areas where these super youth football teams, they were basically like all-star games. I don't know if you guys ever out there in TikTok world, all one of you, um, have ever seen a youth football game. But, man, some of these are like kids barely making it, and the other team is like it, – it's almost like um, the Harlem Trotters sometimes. So you have the Harlem Trotters and the other team's the Generals. You know, it's just like, oh, this ain't going to turn out good at all, you know. But um, I would get these teams that the 11 players and then compete against them and win. I would get the generals like, oh, you're going to give me the generals? These guys are good. They got some good uniforms. And guess what? They know you, dog. They're going to play. We just got to need a new offense. So I kind of took this offense we have here in town. Um, there was a uh, high school coach, and he coached um, high school football, and he was pretty damn good at it. And Maybe I gotta turn this up. Maybe I like that, huh? Your headphones. Maybe that make me feel better. There we go. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Sweet. So greasy, ugly, sweet. On the mic. Money. Okay, back to this. And my, and my present girlfriend has sucked thirty six dicks. And I don't have a present girlfriend, but that's my okay. My ex girlfriend is catatonic after fucking a dead guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. To I am not supposed to be here today. I heard that today on TikTok. Dude's like, hey, what are you doing here today? I'm like TikToking. There's like six of us, motherfucker. Like, what do you mean? What are we? What am I doing here? What are you doing here, dog? Anyways, so <laughs> I don't know. Did I get lost? Did I get started on this shit? I got my list. No. Um, oh yeah, the website's blowing up. Um, my TikTok. Hey TikTok, I'm going live right now as I'm recording this. Um, it's getting a couple more viewers. I just put out a book. I I said it, the football thing. So. I have a football YouTube page. I have a offensive defense or offensive double wing, a couple plays, and a couple of videos explaining how we run the double wing, and then a couple of videos of the teams that I actually coached, like you know them running the plays that I coached. And uh, you know they're like thirty thousand views. You know I put a video up last week. 
<clears throat> I already got like 15,000 views. How's it happen? I don't know. But then on there, I did something really dumb. <laughs> Not dumb, but it's like this. Well, I'm going to tell you a story. So I, um, I got this offense, and I created a PDF for it. So if people wanted to run the offense, I was like, hey, here you go. Here's my offense. And then since I already had, like, a version of the risk coach for my kids, I'm like, here, here's the risk coach and the PDF. I already made it. Here you go. Send. Bing. You know? And then 100 emails later, 100 emails later of football coaches wanting the PDF and the, the risk coach and everything else. I'm like, I need to write a book. So that's what I did. I wrote a book. I'm like, I looked on, you know, how to put out a book and Amazon lets you put out a book and they take all your money. So I put out a book so Amazon could take all my money. And then, um, it was just a, um, an ebook. It's only just shows football plays, 22 plays. Right. And then I was like, fuck, I'm going to put a, this book out in a paperback. If, if coaches could buy my book, right, they can buy the book and buy like 30 of them and give it out to all the kids on the team and everybody has my book. Man, this is a good idea. You know, I'm getting all these emails. Why not make a book? Right. So I made a book. And then I'm like, the print version, you have to have 72 word, sorry, 72 pages in your print book. Right. So the book I just made only had like 22 pages. And that was including like a table of contents, blank pages. You know, um, a page that said, you know, who the author was. One page was just a type. Half of it was plays. The other half was just bull crap. You know what I mean? So, like, I only had 22 pages. I have 72 pages. But I was like, I'm not going to make a bunch of more plays in this book. Because these are the plays that work. If I make a bunch of more plays and they don't work, and they don't, people don't pay attention to the core plays, they're not getting the offense. And I want people to run the offense. And from this core offense, you can build any offense you want. Sold. And um, so I thought, hey, I'll just start telling one of the stories of my coaching career and how we had to deal with some BS and how we ended up like, leaving a team and coming back and then beating the team we left. And it was, so I started typing this story, right? And um, three days later, um, I typed 268 pages and 17, 18,000 words, basically. 18,000 words. So maybe I double-spaced it a little bit in a little bit bigger font. So made it 268 pages. But it is 18,000 words. I typed out... 18,000 words, and then I had to format it. To format a book on Amazon, I didn't watch a YouTube video. Might have would have helped, but I just said go and did it like a dude. I heard there was this life hack of this thing they call um, instructions. It was like this life hack. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. It was like there was one where they got like a an otter pop and they broke in half, and then the right after that, dude's like, hey, instructions. I'm all, huh, next. Anyways. So we're talking about Otter Pops, instructions, football playbook. So I put out a paper book, paperback, and then I was like, fuck, I might as well put out a hardback. And it was like, oh, obviously the hardback is not the same as the paperback. So now I have to figure out how to make a fucking hardback. So I figured out how to make a hardback, a paperback, an ebook. In the last four days, I put out this book of 18,000 words. I just plan to put out a football playbook, but now I have put this playbook on how to write a book <clears throat> so i think i'm gonna write another book <laughs> um yeah it's dumb but if people buy the book and it's good it's awesome 
the process is dumb. Writing is awesome. I mean, when I get on the writing, I bet you if I had this typewriter like better in my laptop, um, you know, the, the keys are really flat on a Apple on a MacBook. So like when you touch those keys, it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? But if you get on like the bigger keyboard, it's a lot better. So I might type out, put out another book. But yeah, so anyways, it's football season, um, pro football season. I'm excited. So when I do my sports show, we're talking about NFL. I'm here in Fresno, so the Fresno State Bulldogs. Let's go Bulldogs! Anyways, Bulldogs are going to play here soon. Um, I said um, high school football starts this Friday with my son. And um, I'm getting busy with the my website. And then... I haven't been doing my Lion and the Truth podcast as much. Actually, I made a video. I didn't like it. It was for the first time, like, I didn't put out a video. Actually, there's two videos I didn't put out. There was one video I was at when I had a couple people on there, and they started saying some weird-ass shit like, look, my parents like Donald Trump, so I have to have Donald Trump stuff on there. And they, You can't talk bad about Donald Trump on our show. And I was like, two things. Uh, one, I'll do what a fuck i want to do this is my show then that's the second part our show not our it's my show leo lion i am the leo and i'm giving both my truth you know lion and the truth you get it i'm the lion and i'm talking that's the that's how this works out you know what i mean so anyways i didn't post that video because it was a very, very dumb conversation. I'm, I said it like that. Unlike this is way better. And the last one I had, I was a little bit uh, busy at dogs and family and everybody else going through. And that's why I typically had my own studio. And I like to do this when no one's here. It's kind of like a free flow feeling, you know what I mean? So anyways, I'm on TikTok a lot lately. And I've noticed a lot of times on TikTok, there's a lot of posturing. Like, some bullshit posturing. I always say, man, if people just had some common sense and, you know, thought about what the fuck they're saying, maybe we'd be a better place. But, like, it's crazy how sometimes the things make this big cycle. So this far-right masculine group of men, right? A year ago, they're like, yeah, they're complaining about toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity ain't no problem. I got it on my board behind me. It says toxic masculinity is A-OK. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like, you want to hang out with a bunch of dudes and wrestle? Sweet. Do that. That's cool. And then um, now I'm watching TikTok and I see guys make videos saying, the reason why guys can't express the way they feel is because women make fun of us. Women always put us down. It's always the women. They don't let the guys express our feelings. And I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, what the fuck did you say, bro? Like, did you just go from the masculine men to say that your, your feelings are hurt when you express yourself around a female?
surprisingly enough, women should rule the world. I mean, you know, I'm in, a, I'm in my marriage here, and I do whatever I can not to get yelled at in trouble, whatever the rules are. She'll, she'll let me do my shit, my thing, do my thing. But still, like, it's like America. I got liberty, but I don't got freedom, right? It's like, you know, and a marriage is just like America. Like, you got liberty. Like, I can do some stuff. I just can't do everything I want to do. You know what I mean? That's just how it goes. So, I don't know where I was going with that, but is it here on the separation? Nope, wasn't that? Fuck. I got caught up looking at myself. Damn it. Every time. Every time. Oh, yeah, women. Women! <laughs> I got to fucking get myself off the screen. I don't even need to be there. Women. Like I said, women should be in control. It's just like James Brown said, right? It's a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman. And then the next part, I don't really agree with. He said a woman or a girl. Just hmm. stay a woman, please, or, you know. The lyrics back in the day, like Ted Nugent, like Ted Nugent, he's a far-right guy. He has a song called Jailbait. If I wrote a song right now called Jailbait, I would be in jail today. You know, it's wild. Wild. Uh, Ted Nugent also, um, he had his first wife emancipated because she was under the age of 18 and then married her. The more you know, put the rainbow on later. So I read all kinds of things on TikTok. Um, suffering of men because they're not able to express themselves anymore. You know, express yourself, brother. Say what you want to say. You want to cry because you can't make the basketball team because now the other people are on the basketball team. What, what are you complaining about? What do you want to do, brother? What do you want to cry about? What's your emotions? You know, work is hurting you. You know, you, you don't have any bootstraps to pull yourself up by anymore. What is bugging you? Tell me. Let's see. Listen up. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like I said, we I think the problem is, like, there's a weird identity. We, we lose identity nowadays, you know, and we're always trying to find either, like, a false identity or claim someone else's identity. You know, people who have earned shit. You know what I mean? They're like, hell yeah, Donald Trump, I like that. I'm going to be like Donald Trump. And, you know, they're like, oh, fuck. Jordan? Hell yeah, I'm wearing Jordan shoes, Jordan shorts. I'm Jordan. No, you ain't, bitch. You're still Dave. You know what I mean? Like, be yourself. I would say, like, I talked to my kids the other day, and I was trying to express to them to understand my kids, they don't have an identity complex. You know, because... I, I tell them to be themselves always. When I tell them, like my son plays football, I say, work hard. This is since he's 17 now. He's been playing tackle football since he's five years old. I give the same instruction work hard, be a leader, and be, and then I give them their name, whatever their name is, <clears throat> you know? Whatever kid I ever coach, work hard, be a leader, and be Dave. Work hard, be a leader, and be Jane. Whatever the fuck your name is, be that. You know what I mean? So 
I always make sure that I tell my kids that so they don't have an identity complex. They, I don't tell them to go be a football player, go be a police officer, be yourself. But today we have a problem with identity. You know, back in the day, our parents would always tell us life was hard. It was snowing. I had to walk uphill both ways to school. You know, me and my little brother, we would share a bean. We'd cut the bean in half. I would eat the inside of one bean. He would eat the inside of another bean. And we'd let the bean sit out in the in the sun and the bean would grow back. And then I would eat the bean the next day because I didn't want the bean to go to rest. You know? And it showed the generational gap, you know? Like... We watched a movie back in the day, not the new one, but back in the day, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <clears throat> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, little Charlie was a poor-ass kid, right? He lived in a house, not a four-bedroom house. He lived in a one-bedroom house. And by one-bedroom, I mean, like, that was it. It was one room. It wasn't even one bedroom. It was room house. It was a house with one room. It was a room house. A house with nothing. And in that room house had beds and they had aunt, uncle, everybody had like lupus and people had like tuberculosis and they were all out. They had no money. Everything was gray. No one had any color, right? One room. And then he was just begging to get a chocolate bar. He was just praying he'd be able to eat that chocolate bar and then maybe get a golden ticket to go into the fucking chocolate factory, Right? Poor kid. Mostly poor. He's like, screw you, Rich, because I won't be no owner of no chocolate factory. I'm out of here. Right? Let's go up the next generation. Silver spoons, right? Rich kid. Silver spoons. Richie Rich. The richest kid in the world. Richest? He got a dog named Dollar. Right? He's got his butler named Butler, dude. Can't remember right now. I, was, I got lucky. I said dollar. Was, how about that? Richie Rich and I nailed dollar. Richie Rich was a bomb ass show, by the way. Man, basically he could do anything, had anything. And what the what is going on? Speaking of Richie Rich, Richie Rich, he had all kinds of money. His best friend had a turban. Maybe that was Johnny Quest. But anyways, he was nice. He wasn't groping on that girl that he was with. He liked her. But he was always helping people out. A rich kid who had everything. Richest guy in the world. Richest kid in the world. Richie Rich. And he was just giving stuff out. Helping people out. Why rich people are assholes now then? We, like, what? we always say things influence us. Like video games. They say video games influence us. I said, because today kids watch video games, Call of Duty, they're shooting Halo and stuff. They're playing those games that influence us. So are you trying to tell me in the future we're going to have all kinds of architects and engineers because of Minecraft? Are you going to tell me that people are going to have a, a side piece and out there building buildings like Fortnite? No! We're going to have a bunch of kids who play video games. That's it. Video games make people play video games. They don't make people shoot guns. Know why? They would be shooting guns. They're playing video games. You know what I mean? Also, they always try to say like, well, the video games today are so... Oh, no, no, no. They're not violent today. Give me a break. You know? 
Let's say what I was looking at here. Uh, games we grew up with. I haven't finished that one yet, huh? I'll get back to that. Let me go to the next page. I had a little memory of games I want to make sure I talked about. Make sure I didn't forget. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. On the money. Boom. <laughs> back in. Um, yeah, so when we grew up, we played all kinds of video games. At first, video games, granted, were basic. It was like Pitfall. I'm grabbing a rope. I'm swinging over, trying to avoid an alligator. We don't even know where alligators are. You know what I mean? I'm over in California. The alligator's in the zoo. I'm not afraid of an alligator. You know, we had, like, boxing. Boxing and then Atari at first was a black guy versus a white guy. First of all, they set us up. There was green. There was red. There was all kinds of colors. But the boxers were always the black guy and the white guy. It was just arms like this, and they were just punching each other over and over again. Right? No facial expressions. But then we got to be kids. We got Nintendo. We had Contra. Contra was a great game. Up, down, up, down, left, right. The reason why we like Contra, because you had unlimited bullets and unlimited lives. You just, da, 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 die, everybody. Blah, blah, blah. You know, Contra is unlimited. That's why we like Contra. Constantly. I didn't play Mario Brothers. My dad was a plumber. I was like, I'm not going to do no fucking plumbing as a video game. It's stupid. So I didn't play... Mario Brothers. I still, I'm not in the Mario Brothers. Like Mario Kart. Mario Kart's a pretty cool game and all. But, like, I can't be Mario. Be, like, making a service call as a plumber. Fuck that. I ain't doing that shit. I'm an electrician already. I'm not making service calls, Mario. Or Luigi. Right? That was just part of it. We had Contra. But after that, we had Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. When I was a kid, we'd find where the arcade was for a quarter to play Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, people killed each other. It was a life fight, a fight to the death. You know? Finish him! Mortal Kombat had two characters, right? It was like domestic violence guy and serial killer. not, Not all of us became domestic violence guys. Not all of us became serial killers. Rarely did that happen. Maybe higher than we thought of it. But it wasn't because of Mortal Kombat. Even we had like Street Fighter. Where we thought some reason random Russian guys would fight aliens named Baraka. Or fucking on the, on the street. We had Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal was one of my favorite games. Twisted Metal was basically all about road rage and getting out on the street and killing as many people as you can see and find with your car with bullets and guns. Maybe that's the problem we have today. Twisted Metal. <laughs> twisted Metal was a bad game. Twi- they not only had Twisted Metal, they had another game called uh, Critical Death, which is the same. It was made by Twisted Metal, but you were in the water. So it was like Star Wars, but you're like submarines and stuff. But it was like Star Wars, you know. It was cool. Yeah, I didn't talk about that. I'm going to get that one. Twisted Metal. Yeah. And I'm going to go back. I'm going to back up my joke. I'm going to come back to the joke. Right? So like I was saying, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's poor kid. Next generation, Richie Rich. Richie Rich is badass. That's what fucked me up, huh? Talking about Richie Rich. Dollar. Remember his fucking butler's name. 
I don't remember that shit. Not now. Later. But anyways, Richie Rich, Silver Spoons, right? Now let's skip a generation. Get a little closer to my generation. Because this word just came up. I was on TikTok. I said that again. I'm going to say that a lot, unfortunately. But I was on TikTok, and there was a guy saying, guess what, baby boomers? You're getting old, and guess who's taking over? Generation X. And we were raised by Vietnam vets and World War II veterans. And sorry about your tears, but we're not going to care about your feelings. We're going to tell you how it is. And I'm thinking, like, Generation X? Wasn't that Full House and Urkel? Like, wasn't that like the big shows at the time? Full House, Full House and Urkel, right? And then, like, when we graduated high school at Generation X, didn't we have, like, grunge and emo music? You know, the guys would cry, Oh, my God! I love you to the night! You know, like... Wasn't our generation with the emo and the screamo and wasn't, didn't we have kids that were goth? Wasn't that our dumb generation? Like, give me a break. Ever try to label themselves something or not? This is not who we are. There we go. I said, we had Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They had Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. He had one room. And then even when he won the Chocolate Factory, he didn't have a house. They shot him in his space in a glass rocket. And they said, fuck you, bitch, you're dying. That ain't landing. How are you going to land that thing? It's not a part two. They said, congratulations. Elon Musk is sending you to Mars, right? That's what they had. They had a poor kid. Then we started moving up. Richie Rich. We got to get rich, right? Then we got Silver Spoons. And then we got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And we're just keep on going up. And now the kids today, they don't even know what suffering is, right? The, the thing they get today is like Harry Potter. Poor Harry Potter. He had to live underneath the stairs, right? The worst thing he was, could happen was he didn't get his mail on a regular basis, Boo-hoo. Please, I don't need any of the mail. Every time mail shows up, I grab it, pretty much rip it up and throw it away. You know, PG&E, I don't even know who PG&E is. Uh. Anyways, so, yeah, and, and Harry Potter, let's say he lived underneath the stairs. And then finally, when he did get some mail, they sent him away. Right? That's just today. He had to live under the stairs, and then he went to some magical land. Hard life, right? Suffering. It's not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Trust me, when Harry Potter left underneath the stairs, and there was an opening underneath the stairs, people in New York were like, oh, damn, there's an opening? They feed him, too? Oh, he doesn't even have to get his mail? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's nice. It's like an English setting. I like that. I like that. How much for that space? Live underneath the stairs. Come on. What are we doing? Am I get to that point? Fuck that. So that's where I'm at. That was written before by me. <laughs> no, uh, 
so like I just the bullshit suffering. I'm kind of over that. Everybody wants to feel like they they did something. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be some suffering. And then the people that actually have to go through some suffering, it's not fun. No one wants to have a shitty childhood and, and have real problems. Hey, you don't got real problems? Shit. You have no excuses not to be building on yourself. It's okay. I mean, like, when I go see comics, I see them, like, self-deprecating. It's, like, annoying to see someone so self-deprecating. It's almost like a cliche of a joke. You know? Yeah, we get it. You look like fucking Cletus or whatever it is. You know, know, I can never get a girlfriend. Every time I'm with a girl, I'm so disappointing. Okay, I get it. You ain't getting laid. The other day I was driving on the street. I can't make this up. This is not a, it's not a gig. It's not a, a bit. Uh, but it's a serious bit. <laughs> serious. It happened. I saw a truck and it was like a like a real big douchebag of a truck, you know? Like I had I used to have a big douchebag truck. It was <clears throat> F three fifty, as douchebag as you possibly get. Right? His wasn't that douchey. His was I was like a, a second stage douche. Mine was like Stage four, when you get the matching rims and all the other douchebag stuff, that's a straight level five douchebag truck, right? When you have matching rims, matching shocks, that's level five douchebag. But I was like a level four douchebag where I had like a really big, overly sized truck, and um, it was really annoying and allowed. That was my truck, really douchebaggery, right? But this guy was like more of like a level two douchebag. But on the back of his truck, he had the sticker, right? In the back of his sticker, it said... uh um, let me make sure it says for you. Yep, it said that. It said Jerk Pirates 4x4 Club. Okay, I don't know if I said that right. Let me say it again. The bumper sticker on the back of this guy's car said Jerk Pirates. Like, so it wasn't because he was a homosexual. It wasn't because it was like broke back mountain. They're like, hey, we're going to go four by four. And what kind of car you got? Oh, you got a CJ fucking car. That's awesome. You got a fucking land crawler. And you you got a Marlin crawler. What do you got there? Four wheels. Like, and I'm going to get on the rocks. No, it's not what's going on. It's not like what's going on. It's like a three seater and fucking jerk pirates. No, it's not happening. But he came up with the name. And then he called somebody and said, hey, man, that would be really cool. It'd be cool if you come up with a design for me for my 4x4 club. My 4x4 club needs stickers. We're going to put them in all the trucks for my 4x4 club. The guy said, cool. We'll kill your 4x4 club name. And the guy looked at him, but it was over his phone, so I guess he didn't look at me. The guy looked at his phone seriously and said, jerk pirates, 4x4 club. And then the, the guy on the other phone pushed mute because he laughed his ass off. Like, what the? This guy said jerk pirates. Like, literally, they said jerk pirates. So then the, the guy said, cool. You want a sticker on the back of your car that says jerk pirates 4x4 club? I got you. I'm making the jerk pirates, right? Money. So that guy makes the jerk pirate stickers. Typically, you don't make one sticker. Homeboy bought 25, 50, something you see on Instagram, 100 stickers, right? 
100 jerk pirate stickers. And then he got the stickers delivered. And when it showed up, he looked at the sticker. And you know how it goes. Oh, sweet. Oh, jerk pirates. Honey, look what I got. And the honey's all, what's up, dude? Come here, check this jerk pirate sticker out. That's pretty cool. You're going to put that on our truck? Yeah. Okay, it didn't go like that. Probably. He probably said, hey, honey, let's check out. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Anyways, so he put the sticker on his truck, passed it out to his homeboys, drove around to his buddy's house. They parked their trucks next to each other. Their trucks next to each other say jerk pirates. They high five. They low five. They do whatever else they do. And the sticker stays on the car. That whole process from his brain to his phone call to get it made, the person allowed it to happen, send it to him. The guy put on his car, bros together, jerk pirates for life, going to camping, we don't need no wife. That's their slogan. I didn't make that up, hypothetically. Sticker is real. I didn't make that up. And my present girlfriend has sucked 36 dicks. But she definitely is not a jerk pirate. My ex-girlfriend is... So, that's all I got to say about that. Huh? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do this, too, here. I'm going to move this right here. Time is getting late. Oh, it's fucking 1 o'clock in the morning. Goodness gracious. Um, I thought I'd go over my comedy. So I'm going to bring this back to you. Because um, I did a set. I only had like two minutes, so I kind of ran through it real fast. But I thought um, I'd bring it up, <clears throat> and we can re- I can review it and see how my comedy sp- uh, skit went. I'm going to do a, a set on the 26th at um, the same place here. Um, good luck trying to find out where that is. Um, <laughs> and um, so I thought I'd do a little review of my set. So here we got it up here. Let's, let's see. Let's play it over here. Let's see if I can hear it. Uh, okay, we got one more. Uh, this guy's been on the road with me several times. He is also our cameraman for there the night. Uh, he has his own podcast. Sorry, TikTok. Uh, I'm watching podcast. my comedy. You check it on YouTube. Look at that. Does a, a lot of good sports stuff on that. That's Danny. Let's give it up for Ruben Sadler, everybody. You know, I talk about sports, and they, talk, they say it's about sports, and then I talk about politics. Go check out stuff about politics. No, it's fucking comedy. It's a conversation. So here's my dumb head right here. So the crowd hasn't really got there yet. It's like maybe half capacity. The lights are still on. Okay, thanks. Nice seeing everybody. I want to say something, nice. okay? Uh, look, listen to this. Like, ready? Here's, no one's everybody. there. Here's Ruben. And I come to the stage. Ready? Clap, clap, clap. No more. Okay, thanks. Nice seeing everybody. Nice seeing everybody's beautiful faces out here. We're like little Texas, on no mask, beautiful. I make a lot of flubs because <clears throat> as I'm doing this, like I said, I have two minutes to do my bit. <clears throat> this bit about, you know, that I'm about to do is about three minutes. And then the next minute is about three to five minutes. So I just take a couple jokes out just trying to, and I don't really have a plan for this. I didn't, I, he said, hey, you want to do a set? I said, cool, I'll go do a set. When? He's like, 10 minutes. Okay, cool. I got it. <clears throat> so I do the set, right? With no plan, peace and jokes together. I remember when they got re- Little Texas, right? 
I remember when they got rid of masks, it was turning eights into sixes overnight. Right, guys? Right? It was like National Breakup Day. Yeah, she knows, right? A couple guys. Yeah. We still see people in the car wearing masks. I think we call those people ugly people. I really like that joke. <laughs> I don't know why. Because every time I see someone in a car with a mask, I'm like, that bitch is ugly. And we're like, <laughs> they're by themselves. Who are you protecting yourself from? Yourself. You know what I mean? The mask thing is funny. So, uh, you know, and, and our town is like Little Texas. Clovis is Little Texas. They got summer teeth some here, summer. I got to take that joke out because summer teeth is not my joke. That's a street joke. But here is my joke. There, you know, social distancing in the mouth, six feet teeth apart. And then I fuck it up. Six feet apart, a flub. Come on. I keep looking down over here on the on the side. There's nothing there. Um, there's a light, maybe. My phone's in my pocket. You know, there's nothing. No, nothing there. I was married for 11 years. Anybody here married? Yeah, it's always about that. I was got divorced right there. See, I didn't really get that good, dude. So, yep, it's always real calm like that. I should have said some more stuff. You got divorced? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, got divorced. Man, divorced women were great. They knew it would take to make a man happy. Man, they would suck dick like and then their happiness was inside your balls. They would suck dick like Ted Cruz and Mario Lago. They would suck dick like Obama on his honeymoon. That's a transgender vote. So I fucked that up. So I love saying that it's a trans, you know, but then I say it's, I said boat. It's supposed to be a joke, transgender, but it said boat. I'm like... Fuck that up. I mean, hey, TikTok world. She would suck dick like she was testing the nine volt battery. Not good. I love that joke. That is a joke you can take with you for life, and it could be a saying people could do forever. And I came up with it. I like that. Getting divorced crazy, you know. Especially you have kids. I had three. She picked her favorite. I picked mine. We stole the other one. So this is a change. So before I was saying something like an Epstein relocation program, but people said Epstein's hacky. But there's not a lot of sex cults out there people know. There's Epstein, Bill Cosby, right? But other than that, people know fucking sex cults. So I'm like, eh, mix it up. Something like a Nike work relocation program? I don't know. I got a free pair of shoes out of school. See, I'm rushing all my jokes. I'm not giving time to letting them air out i should be taking a break but i only have two minutes i know they're gonna rush me out so i'm trying to kick these jokes out you know but I, you know i put her through college she's an account she's a big strong woman there's no alimony she you know does her own thing uh any woman here divorced no alimony hashtag me too well uh, usually goes really quiet on that one yeah usually these people look at me all pissed yeah that's the way it goes Looking like there's something uh, on the ground. You know, when I was dating, it was the peak of all the dating apps. You know, there was uh, Tinder, POF. I think that stands for Public Organized Fucking. I don't know. That's what I use it for. Uh, a lot of people out there. I meet a lot of women, and I put them in my phone where I met them. You know, Jennifer Planey, Amy Tinder, Danny Grinder. You know. That's a uh, localized joke. So... <clears throat> When you tell jokes, this is not to obviously comics, they already know, but people like familiarity sometimes in their jokes. Like, yeah, I've been there. I know what you're talking about. Danny was the host, so I say his name. They're like, oh, fucking Danny. 
That's fucking funny, like they're part of the joke. Ah, uh, okay, we got one more. My ex-wife, she would suck dick like she was testing Especially if you have kids. Something like a Nike work piss, you know? That's the way it goes. Uh, you know, when I was dating, it was the peak of all the dating apps. You know, there was uh, Tinder, POF, I think that stands for Public Organized Fucking. I don't know. That's what I used it for. Uh, uh, people out there. I'd meet a lot of women and I'd put them in my phone where I met them. You know, Jennifer Planey, Amy Tinder, Danny Grinder. Yeah, so that was my uh, little bit. I think there's another video I have that has a couple more jokes. Oh, yeah, I did. A, so there's another bit after this. So that's one bit. I kind of like cut it up a little bit. That that bit is actually like five minutes long, and um, there's a lot more jokes to it. I probably could even stretch it out more than that. But then the other bit I did was um, another minute, two minutes. But uh, it's five minutes long, but I had to like, peace out jokes and I didn't have a plan how to piece the joke out. I was just going to go up there and I started fucking taking jokes out of it. What I could remember and what I thought was funny and then still trying to think, you know, keep it in the storyline, like keep the jokes in succession. So it would come up, but that was fun. So like I said, I'm 26. I'm going to go do the, another set. Um, hopefully, um, I'm going to remember all my jokes and I'll be a little bit better than, uh, what I had right there. I did pretty good. The crowd was good, but the crowd was only halfway there. So, um, it's going to be better next time. Let's see here. I'll close that now that it's here. Piss off that. Go back here. Boom. Sweet. So, yeah. That's what we got going. Um, UFC fights this weekend. I might do a, um, a live stream for the UFC fight. Um, possibly... Um, high school football is Friday. Um, we're still in playoffs for professional football. Um, I put out a new book. Go to the website. Like. Share. Subscribe. And my present girlfriend has suffered.